It's time for Tuesday Terror here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Concrete dust rains down upon us as the ceiling pulls back. Night skies above Portland to reveal. A man of pale skin in black armor stands upon a stone platform. He holds a sword aloft in the air. The crystal upon the end of the sword glows bright red. With a swift stroke of the blade, the skies over the city tear open. Jagged red tear rips in the very fabric of creation. They come spilling out. Countless billions of them, all the horrors that have been locked away for eons in the labyrinth. They are now free to rain down upon the earth and the whole universe. started as a lot of my misadventures start with arrogance. My ego knows no bounds. My endless belief was that somehow I'll figure everything out and find a way to win that day. You'd think with how many times I'd been proven wrong that somewhere along the way I'd have learned my lesson and realized that I'm often mistaken and things are a lot worse than I've come to believe. But no. When all this started, I was once again in the belief that I knew what I was doing, that everything was going to my plan. How wrong I was. Okay, just want to be sure I heard that correctly. You're bringing him here? Yes. Lucifer? Yes. The betrayer of the Almighty? You're bringing him here? Yes. The guy who calls himself Mr. Logan? Yes. The Lord of Darkness, the source of all evil, the original, original sinner, the betrayer of humanity and the Almighty. You're bringing him here? Yes. God's arch-nemesis. Actually, that's a guy named Jeffrey in Boston. Believe me, if he ever got into the game, we'd be in a world of trouble. But bottom line, you're bringing the enemy here. Why? Because we can't keep running. Lucifer's forces destroyed the Watch. They've been hunting me since they discovered I'm in the city. And we could keep running, but without the resources of the Watch to back us up sooner or later, they're going to catch us. It's inevitable. I'd rather we face the devil at a time of our own choosing, not his. What's to keep him from just wiping us out as soon as he arrives? We're on neutral territory. Even though he possesses the Reality Stone, there are some rules he has to observe. About this reality stone, you said it was what God used to make up the whole universe. No, not this universe. 
God created the previous universe. Lucifer is the force behind this one. At least I think he is. But if the devil created this reality, why do I still believe in God? Why do I still believe he is the one true creator of all? To be honest, I don't know. I really don't. The last time I ran into Leviathan in 1995, she said she had come from the future. A dark and twisted one, habituated by demons and their ilk. I had expected this to be that reality. But this isn't it. No, it's not. So I'm kind of in the dark there. Maybe we can ask Lucifer when he arrives. I do know we need to face him now. Try and get some answers about what is going on once and for all, and maybe find a way to stop it. If he has the key to all creation, just how do you plan to do that? I don't know. Ask him nicely. I mean, I doubt he'll do it, but it's worth a shot at any rate. Come along now. You don't want to miss this, do you? How often do you get to meet the Supreme Lord of all darkness? radiant crystalline furniture. The atmosphere felt warm and inviting. She stood in the room's center, Coven's high priestess. Beside her stood one of her followers, a young witch with very pale skin named Rowan. So, are we all ready to summon the big guy? We have simply been waiting on you to arrive. Well, here we are. Shall we begin? Okay, can I just state for the record that this is an absolutely horrible idea? Yes, but it's not going to change anything. If you want, you can go back to your room and, I don't know, find some way to occupy yourselves till this is over. I think we'll be staying if it's all the same. Yes, we'd hate to miss the show. Good. So, what do we do now? Hop on one foot for an hour and sing old Beatles tunes backwards? Sacrifice a pack of cigarettes to the Marlboro God or something? <laughs> Nothing so mundane. And what do we do? It's quite simple. We do this. Rowan raised her hand into the air and clapped her hands together. There was a mighty crack of thunder. The room about us began to shake as if in the grip of an earthquake. And a moment later, everything became calm and still once more. That's it? That's the whole show? Huh. That was far more anticlimactic than I was anticipating. I'm disappointed. Sort of like when I was a boy and saw Star Wars Episode One. I was all set to see this epic adventure and in the end was left... well... It's okay, Bates. From what I read of the reviews, everyone who watched that movie left disappointed. Bored to tears, more like. Don't get me started how bad Episode Two was. Or Three, for that matter. At least they made up for it with Episode Seven. Cease your prattling, you pathetic fools! Oh, that's rich, coming from a bad Lord of the Rings cosplay. Kate, calm down. So what happens now? Do we wait? Do we have time to order a pizza, do some knitting? I'd heard so much about you from this era that I expected much more from you. It's so disappointing to get less. From this era? What are you talking about? Before Rowan could answer, there was a brilliant flash of light that filled the air. In the light, a man came tumbling out and crashed into the floor. 
His body was badly burnt. His clothing was little more than smoldering remains that hung off his darkened flesh. He lay still before us. Slowly, I knelt beside him. Who... who is this? It's who you asked me to summon, pale man. I present you Lord Lucifer, ruler of Hades and the realms of darkness. What's left of him, at any rate. This... This is the devil, the guy we've been running from all this time? I'm disappointed. Disappointed is an understatement. This is the guy that took on God. At least he could have done was put on some goat horns and a red cape. Shut up, both of you. Lucifer. Lucifer, can you hear me? Hell. Hell, man. Is that you? Logan. Not Lucifer. Logan. Logan, then. What's happened to you? Too much. Too much power. The reality stone. Takes a god. Only a god can. Takes a god. Only a god can... Oh, Byron, you pale idiot, of course. Oh, look. He understands now. Understands what? Someone explain this to me or bullets start flying. Actually, that's explosive gumdrops. Krampus turned our guns into these magic candy canes, remember? Really, Bates? You have to do this now. Well, I just thought you might want to be accurate in your threats. Besides, I agree. Someone better start explaining what is going on now, or it is death time on candy. Give it a rest, both of you. It's about the reality stone. Yeah, kind of figured that. What about it? It was created by those who came first, the great old ones. You mean, like the Elder Gods, Lovecraft stuff? Yes, but a lot worse. You said our god was part of them once. God was part of their pantheon. Together with his brothers and sisters, they ruled over all of creation. But it didn't stay that way. No, it didn't. Your god is a jealous god. Greedy and deceitful at times. He desired to be the only one with true power. He found a means to steal the other first one's powers from them, and then he combined them all into what would be called the Reality Stone. He used the stone he locked the others away with for all time in the labyrinth, and then he recreated reality to his own vision. You're saying God created the Reality Stone? These pets of yours don't catch on quickly, do they, Byron? So why couldn't Lucifer use the stone? Because he's not a god, he's an angel. The first of the fallen, but still at his core, Lucifer is just an angel. Exactly. When he started using it, its power overwhelmed him. Burned him out, leaving this husk behind. So where is it now? Lucifer, where is the stone? God. God for ages. Lucifer, talk to me. Told you, Logan. Call me Luke. 
Is... Is he... dead? Can the devil even die? No, just unconscious. Ugh. If Logan doesn't have the reality stone, who does? <laughs> still don't get it, do you? All this time, and you still don't understand what game you've been playing. <laughs> I want to know who has the stone, and I want to know now. Or you'll do what? You really want to go there? You really want to piss me off? Uh, Pale Man, you might want to calm down before you bring the roof down on us. I'm not causing this, Kate. Rowan, tell me what I want to know. You're about to find out, Pale Man. Bastator has come. <laughs> over and see Catherine, Bates, and Mr. Logan are chained as well. Kate and Bates wake at the same time I do. Logan hangs from his arms unconscious. Iron? What the hell is going on? I know about as much as you do. What's the last thing you remember? Uh, the room was shaking. Were you causing that? No, I don't think so. Don't think so? What do you mean? How could you not know you were tearing apart an entire room with your mind? I have certain gifts. I've never blown up a room before. So it could have been you. I suppose it's possible. I don't think it was me. It wasn't him. What happened to the room was an unfortunate side effect of my coming into phase with reality. I did not expect my arrival to have such a combustible reaction. Please, accept my apologies. He comes into the room dressed in armor that knights of old may have once worn, but it is jet black in color. Behind him come the high priestess and the witch Rowan. To be honest, I don't really notice them. All I see is the man in armor, long, dark hair, his skin pasty and pale, his face. Uh, Byron? He looks... Just like you. Are you, well, Byron's evil twin brother or something like it? I am not Byron's twin. I am Vastator. Vastator? The pale man of future days. I know what you're feeling at this moment, Byron. You came here seeking answers, plan your next step. Convinced that once you figured out what Lucifer was up to, you'd find a way to stop him. Seems plans have undergone a significant change in the last few moments. Are you the one behind all of this? All of this is you, the demons that have been hunting us, everything that's gone on since I arrived in this timeline? Yes and no. The demons I had little to do with. They played well into my plans. Why? A very good question, Byron. Still, we have some time. I suppose I can indulge myself for the moment. You see... Byron, we made a mistake. A very bad mistake. Who are we? You and the bitch twins behind you? 
Watch your mouth, foul one, or I shall tear your tongue from your mouth. Not now. The hour is near, and my father does not have time for your games. Father? Did she just call you father? Krampus hasn't told you yet that we had a child with her. Rowan has proved very useful in aiding my cause. And I do it for your glory, father. Guess I'd need to have a talk with Krampus next Christmas. But back to the subject at hand. You said we made a mistake. What did you mean? In truth, it is one of many mistakes, Byron. Think of all we have done through the ages. The empires we helped come into shape, only to see them fall into ruins. The people who stood by our side only die at our hands most times. And of course, there's Rome. Mistakes. So many mistakes. But they all stem from the first one. And that was... We let him live. Him? Him who? Oh, the great liar. The lord of the heavenly host. You mean... God? Byron, you were going to kill... God? It's really complicated, Kate. Oh, don't go there. Every time someone throws something difficult at you, you dismiss it by saying it's complicated. They deserve to know the truth, don't you think, Byron? Who it is they've been working with all this time. Who it is they have sided with. Yes, Catherine. Byron once had a chance to kill God. I know what Byron did to Judas. How he manipulated him to betray Christ. But the Watch files have nothing about this. The Watch did. They just never had the full picture. You recall Lucifer's great rebellion, do you not? When he rose against God and was cast out from heaven? Everyone knows of that. But what they don't know is the rebellion was much greater than is believed. It wasn't just Lucifer and his angels who turned on God. It was a vast alliance. Beings with great power united together to bring down the tyranny of God. You lying little witch. You're making this up. She's not. Long ago, God was a tyrant ruling over all with an iron fist. But I... I don't understand. Have you never wondered why the nature of God changed from the Old Testament to the New? Why he went from a being who smited any who spoke out against him, drowned a whole world because they did not worship him correctly? Then all of a sudden, New Testament God comes all along. All kind, all loving, sins can be forgiven. You're saying that change was because of you? I and others. We fought against God's cruelty. Together we smashed the forces of God. Heaven and the whole of creation was torn asunder. In the last battle I stood over God's broken form. We'd won the war. I stood above him, prepared to deliver the killing stroke. You were really going to do it? Oh, God. No, Kate. I stopped. At that last moment, I stopped. I did not kill God. I laid my sword down. I submitted myself and all of us who had fought against him to his divine judgment. Why? So he'd be kinder to his creations? In part, yes, Catherine. The true reason we submitted was because of what God showed us. There was a reason God had acted as harshly as he had to that point. 
Something to that point only he knew was to come. And that was what? Horror beyond your understanding, Mr. Bates. God shared his vision of the future with me. I saw it. All of it. At that moment I knew I had to change. If there was any chance to save any of us. I had to change the man I was. And God knew he must change as well. But the funny thing is... It was a lie. All a lie. To make me surrender. No. No, it, it wasn't. He... He told me. He showed me. Oh, Byron. I am sorry. He showed you what he needed to so he could save his own skin. He used you. He used us. We're nothing to him. A forgotten toy that he remembers to play with when the mood strikes him. No. No, that that's not true. He's... I've... You've what? Tried to make things better. Tried to prepare for evils that are never coming. Always followed your secret agenda. Manipulating people like they were pawns on a chessboard. How often did any of that work, huh? How often did it blow up in our face? How many have died because of us? No, Byron. We've been lied to all this time. No. You're the one who's lying. God is love. Peace. He's... Catherine, you've always been a blind, pathetic fool. You think Lucifer is the Prince of Lies? Believe me, he's still in the nursery when it comes to God. If I could go back to that moment. The moment I stood above him with this blade. I would have slain him. I knew the sword well. I had used it in numerous battles over the ages. Although in modern times it sits on a mantle over my fireplace. Carrying a sword around in public is frowned upon these days. However, the sword my future self held had one slight change to it. Embedded upon the pommel was the object I'd been seeking. The reality stone. I guess in reflection I should not have been surprised, but at that moment... I was quite taken aback. So that's the stone, right, Iron? The one that this whole mess revolves around? The reality stone. Yes, Kate, it is quite fetching as part of my sword, don't you think? Allows me to do anything I desire with but a thought. But Mr. Logan said only God could use it. That's correct. My father is a being of great powers. So, I'm the one who takes the stone from Logan? No. No, I'm not, to be honest. I'm not certain who took it from Logan or even how it came to be in my possession. Truth be told, I do not even remember having this conversation with my past self. All I remember is waking. Waking to find myself in the labyrinth with my sword by my side. When? Countless ages ago. But I suppose that's still in your future. I was trapped there with all of who came first. Trapped with no means to escape. But if we had the reality stone, surely we could have wished ourselves free. <laughs> yes. Imagine to my surprise that the reality stone has no power in the realm of the labyrinth. A flaw in its design, perhaps? It was nothing but a sparkly gem fixed to my sword. I stayed trapped there until... Oh, don't stop now. It's just getting good. Something freed me. Something? You mean you don't know? Sadly, no. One moment I was trapped. The next I was standing before my tower, 
with all the power of a god now at my command. No offense, Byron, but this future you, little on the creepy side. Understatement of the year, mates. Father, it is time. Time for what? I'm going to free those who've been punished by the false god long enough. No. You can't do that. They'll tear this world, the universe asunder as it should be. It is time for the emergence. The roof above us began to pull back. Which brings us to where we are now. of the labyrinth spilling out onto the world. And I was powerless to do anything to stop it. Listening to the Byron Chronicles, Season 5, Episode 8, Emergence, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were David Alt as Byron, Mindy Rast Keenan as Agent Catherine, Peter Catt as Agent Bates, Carissa DeWitt as Rowan, Elaine V. Barrett as the Coven Priestess, Gareth Preston as Mr. Logan, Scott Z as the Deity, and Darren Marlar as the Announcer. Music by Shadows Symphony. Byron theme by Kai Hartwig. Script edited by Rick Myers. This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. You've been listening to an Eric Busby presentation. Copyright Eric Busby Presents 2015. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <sighs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O! Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Rocksprocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, and now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha <laughs> ha! Thanks, Dr. Mary. My pleasure, Billy. And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye.
just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere! Or at digitalvaudeville.com! That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com!